views and opinions expressed on Geek Father are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their affiliates, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. This is for the parents and not for the kiddies. Geek Fire! Can you try one more time and say no. Geek Father real loud? Geek Fire way out! Yeah, it is. I wouldn't say it hydrates you, that's, but it that's definitely a, that's a mother's it, milk water right definitely, there. Definitely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we yeah. love that kernel. Mm-mm-mm. All right, you just let me. Are uh, you? Oh no, I get a little tingly now. And that's what we all need is a little tingly. Yeah, my muscles are relaxing. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Everybody, can you hear us? Can you hear us? We good? Uh, all for all those in the back. All right. Yeah, all those people in the back. I know. Hey! Well, they're, they're, they're somewhat back there. Uh, we got, yep, we got two. Him? We got two. So, Deuce. Recording. Guys, welcome to GalaxyCon 2020 for another panel of The Geek Father. Yeah. I'm Scotty Big Daddy Preston here. Just call me Scotty P. Bringing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent here, and especially for a con weekend like this. And as one of my newer co-hosts of this wild train that we go on, I guess is the best way to put it. We've got Try the purveyor. Shh. Well, it's not for the kitties. It's for us adults here. Right. I've got the purveyor of Smash Talk here, Mr. Kyle Smash. Hello. How you doing, sir? I'm good. We Very just good. well, we just had a wonderful opportunity with a photo op. Yes, and which bleeds directly into what we would even talk about exactly. today. Exactly. So. It was a generational thing. It was. It was all fun. So, guys, as uh, besides the obvious people up here, has anybody listened to Geek Father before or any of the GUI podcast? Ooh, we're popping cherries today, baby. Mm. Yes. yes. Sorry, by the way. Time. I'm so, and so you actually sorry. have to see us. Yeah. You can't just press pause or <laughs> walk away from your phone. That's right. That's right. Yes. But, Look hey. at me. But really what it is, like, Geek Father, what I've always talked about, and we're going to get into a few specifics here, is what we do in life like when we started this uh well when i started with this podcast it was already going a little bit before me and what we do for cons and different things but how do you do it as a parent do you know how do you bring your children into your realm of fandom do they find their own fandoms and we talk about everything from everyday life to specifics on certain genres and things like that that we do for the kids so today, we decided to title this one The Access to Geekdom, which is basically one thing I've always preached about is you've you got to find your roots on right. you know, where things come from. If you, music, your, you know, your genre, your fandoms, whatever it may be, even if you don't agree with it, you don't always like it, still know the history of where it comes from. You have a way, I feel you have a way deeper appreciation for it. Right. So what I figured would be a good start would, uh, how did you find your, I know our DC guy over here. Well, I'm not all, uh, I'm not all DC, you know, uh, growing up. You would suck it on Superman (laughs) in a heartbeat. Don't lie. Only earlier. He's so Uh, tall. (laughs) (laughs) I got called Lex by him. Oh, wonderful. That's so you are now his nemesis then. That's fine. Nemesis. As long as we get to hang out. There you go. As long as he doesn't try to take me down. Don't monologue, please. (laughs) <laughs> Even though this is an audio podcast, don't monologue. I'd appreciate it. I'm gonna do a whole monologue about Alexander the Great. Oh Lord. <laughs> Anyways, how did you get? How did you start uh, your, some of your main fandoms? So at least? my first memory uh, when I went to the movies, that my first movie I saw was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
the Dope. original. And that that I was a kid, so obviously, you know, I loved whatever cartoon was on. You know, I'm always oh, yeah. big into that, but yep. that started me off as being like a true nerd. Because Fair. after that, it was like I've got to have all the toys, I've got to have all the posters, I've got to I've got to know the the writers, like the, read the comic book. And then from there, just everything else kind of came after that. The Superman came way after that. Gotcha. Okay. Well, so so you admit to liking Superman as an adult and not the innocence of a child. No, I admit to loving Superman as an adult because I appreciate it a lot more. Mm. I liked it as a kid. Yeah, keep talking. <laughs> no, don't keep talking. I always actually. wish I could fly. <laughs> now... Oh, well, one thing I'll, I'll, I'll say about mine, and I know I've told the story before, and one thing I've, I've always been proud of is actually it's that cross with Star Trek and Star Wars, where since day one, my mom is really the, the, the spearhead for the, the family on that one. She watched the original Star Trek on TV when she started dating my dad. They, you know, she was like, no, oh, that's a cool show. Check it out. Sci-fi. It's awesome. You know? And went through that, and it has been, well, it was for many years. Unfortunately, over more recent years, we haven't been able to do as much. But the the OG Star Wars and the first four to five Star Treks and the first J.J. Abrams Star Trek, we actually saw in the theater as a family, which would be both my parents, myself, and my older brother. So, and that just kicked it off from there. Of course, growing up in... Being an 80s kid and my brother a few years older than me, you know, that grew into, you know, you, you find like, you know, we had Thundercats, we had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. but we even saw that when it was the comics yeah, before they really got kid friendly with the cartoon and everything. Yeah, that's when so. Saturday morning cartoons had a meaning, you know, that was a, that was almost oh, yeah. an event every, every Saturday. Absolutely. Uh, and really it, that's what shaped, I know everything that I, I went from there. I mean, of course the. We've joked about the the horror stuff that we really became geeks for was my rebellion stage yeah. because you were never allowed to watch certain things, so it's you had to sneak it in. Yeah, you and had to do it on the download. That's right. That's right. So uh, now we can talk about what the fandoms and everything that we do every day. What I I think what has really grown over the years and more so recent years as well is now conventions go back dated as early as the seventies. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con, I think the first year they officially did a, co- a convention was about 1973. I believe so. So, yeah. Uh, well, we're talking about it was basically 10 tables and it was mainly comic books. Yeah. Was all it was. There there was no like actors showing up. There was no yeah, panels, I don't, I don't think Q&As. You seen, caught an actor dead, you know. They would have been dead before they went and did something like that. Right. Because that wasn't their thing. That was no. below them. It was, uh, we can actually think, uh, actually a lot of, it, it was a lot of the Star Trek conventions that really started growing the genre itself. Yeah. Because the, they, those were some of the first ones doing the cosplays, uh, dressing up, and really having some of the actors show up as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, you, you got to shout and I'll repeat it. Wait, g- give me some more fandoms. Anything different you guys really started with? Anything you guys are here to see at GalaxyCon? Well, Kevin, duh, Becky. That's a go-to for most adults here. Kevin could not be here, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, We tried to get him. Yeah. Mr. Will McCobb here for Riku Browning. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Anything else, guys? You what? That's true. And and Kron is here only because he saw Optimus Prime and 
probably did something to him. I wouldn't did doubt he, it. Did he whisper? Did he whisper something sweet in your ear, in the voice of his? Uh, no, you just wish. Did, did, did he tell you to roll out? <laughs> yeah. Time to roll Ooh. out. All right, we got hey, Disney. Yeah, anime. Anime. What specific? Anything specific? Of course, yep. of course, yeah. Good, good anime 101 for yeah. to kick off that, absolutely. And I've noticed that GalaxyCon, even though this is only the second year it's been here, the anime groups have grown rapidly here, which is amazing. I mean, like, I, I like a little bit of anime. I'm just, it's just not my deal, which is fine. You know, every, to each their own for sure. But what I love about the anime groups, though, is the cosplays and the dressing up that they did. You talk about putting your heart and soul into something. Those guys, you guys are killing it. Yeah. And it's, it's actually, awesome. It's actually more, it's probably more entertaining than the source material to see you guys come out. <laughs> Very true. For us at least, <laughs> yes. So we, we'd love to see that imagination grow. And again, that's where the whole reason why I started this podcast is to, you know, anime not be my, be one of my thing, but if it was one of my kids or something, they decide to get into that. Full support, man. If you're doing something positive for the community, by all means, do it. You know, if, if you know, because I remember growing up and I mean, I look at like a couple people out here, Cronwell, um, <laughs> I'd rather get them to something positive like that than be on the streets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't look at me that way. You know, <laughs> do, do I have to tell the story where you, where you knocked out <laughs> Captain Jack? That's Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the story sounds better when it's on the streets okay well you got thrown into the streets anyways well, guys they, well they do they do keep you off the streets but they also can have if you, at a young age depending on what you fell in love with can have a profound infat, impact on your actions as you get older some people find real meaning out of these things i for me right and the things that i love uh you know i find a lot of hope in it and when i look around the world sometimes i get a little down because it's a scary place and as growing up and i saw those sort of things it helped me put something in the perspective or the lens of something hopeful as opposed to always seeing the negative that's why for me i love superman is that what the s stands for yes okay it's in my planet it stands for hope right but Again, exactly what you were going on, though, to, to bring it back around, guys, is that so many of these fandoms gave a lot of us to be able to find mutual likings with other people. How you do? Did you see Star Wars? And, you know, it, it may it may have been two sticks out in the yard, but you had lightsabers and you were out there playing with everybody. And it, it was a good time. The, these fandoms and different genres that we all appreciated and grew up with is really what brought us together. And when you really dive into the history, first off, it's grown. That, that's one thing that we've established. It, th this type of thing has grown so much. But when you go back and search, like, it really seemed like th there was maybe a group of 10 people at the most in each, in any type of major city, or at least it seems that way, of that were into these fandoms like full on board. I mean, you had everybody that watched Star Wars in the theater at one point or another, but those 10 people that dressed up like Luke, Leia, Stormtrooper, Darth Vader, and all that, was, you had all, it was really, s like, separate from your normal, like, yes, I like yeah. Star Wars, woohoo. It's micro-communities, you yeah, know? Yeah, there you go, there you go, that's they're good. They're set inside, they're sprinkled within, you know, all these little cliques of these, you know, people who find this uh, common purpose or common meaning in something. Right. 
build relationships from there and uh, access to that, to all of those those nerd things, you know, with Google and all that has just made it spread. You know, it just it spread and it grew like the ease of access has definitely helped genres. I, I mean, oh there, unfortunately, there's always going to there could be a con like con as in bad, not convention people. Um, <laughs> but I'm I, the the bad parts of those really I stay away from because unfortunately you're always going to have the negativity of people bashing another genre you know another fandom or whatever just let them be man you know there's there's so many different ones out there and it's so open now to who can and who is willing to do it why are you going to do that i've known i bet you over half these kids out here this is this is their escape man why are you going to ruin their escape yeah. from this and when they learn from when they do this that's how they are able to communicate to to meet people with similar interests that they can grow in a social environment and there's n- and t- even 20 years ago which just showing my age i was still an adult at that time yeah <laughs> uh even then when i still had all this love for stuff you know kevin smith was very early in his career those prequels came out, um, different things like that. Yeah, exactly. It, it was all there, and but it was the very beginnings of the message boards and different things like that that people all started to go, well, dude, you're on the other side of the country, and you love what I love. That's awesome, and you have that great community. Even if it's just a verbal communication written down, you still had it. I can only imagine what it would have been like in the early 80s just hearing of well there's this group out somewhere that dresses like star wars i love that but i'm stuck here in my town where nobody likes to well, do that you know then you well you, you know? have movies like revenge of the nerds will explain that for you that was the mentality at the time well yeah it's very very true <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah getting a swirly in off. your head uh, whatever dumped in the toilet <laughs> hey whoa 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 that bully is, tactics i don't I like know. it I know it's horrible. Yeah, bullying but, is. Bad. But you know that's. I mean, the, I, the, I don't. I don't know any other way to put it. <laughs> that's the thing about these things is, uh, if you go back younger, kids up to a certain age have their own kind of truth. They have a different kind of truth than we see as we get older, and uh, conventions or the access to those, to those like apps like Disney Plus, you know, and access to like all these things, we had to fight for to watch. Oh you know, yeah, like get to go wait at a movie store, go to Blockbuster, hope somebody returned it. You know, yeah. like and now you could just download it on your phone like within, you know, a second. It's it's right there at your fingertips. Exactly. Well, and this is where we're going to start where if you listen to Geek Father any of the other episodes, we basically created a thing at one point a long time ago called Old Man Tangents. And that's basically <laughs> what we're about to break into now because you you brought up especially the VHS. Yes. The kids <laughs> these days with having that ease of access really in some ways don't understand how it was difficult for us to find stuff. I'm talking about like when you first get into like independent movies and different things like that, having to go down to that seedy movie store down in this, like it looked more like an alley, but it was a street. And you were like, <laughs> where the yeah, hell did you go I, as a I, child? I, I, I grew up in Richmond. So <laughs> it's <laughs> where you, you sat there and said, no, I promise I'm 18. You obviously weren't. And they were like, well, you told me you're 18. So it's cool. Go. And you're like, okay, okay. And, but you went and find, that's how you find Richard Linkletter and other, you know, stuff like that that you normally wouldn't, 
that blockbuster and a bunch of the others they didn't carry they carried them towards the end because they were like oh we we got to make money somehow but <laughs> oh yeah thank you for bringing that up Kron. Yeah. the one friend that pirates everything well pirates because, <laughs> have always been cool in their yeah. own right pirates are not just in the caribbean we know this <laughs> no we not know anymore. this not anymore no. no they're on the internet now well, <laughs> they hey Dude, and and I know exactly, and and that that was how we got a lot of stuff. Like, you you hear the stories that well, we even touch a little bit on music as well, just to give it another aspect. Is that's how bands got around back in the day? You know, if you couldn't make it out to L.A., but you still made that demo tape. And granted, the the quality got worse and worse and worse, but people made a copy of a copy of a copy, and they were just handing them out like candy. That's how you got known. It was all physical media back then the the digital realm is as much as i love it really i think in a lot of great ways has opened it up but it's also that old man mentality that i have it's like you gotta so work saturated. for what you got yeah you gotta get it and not everybody still has that these days i'll be honest no i would love to go to a video store and have to like look through vhs tapes like to find out which one i want Hell as yeah. a matter of fact do any of you remember if you had to think of a time that you actually had to go do that Assuming everyone in here is old enough, what's the first VHS you remember getting that you were able to get yourself? Like, if you had to go to Blockbuster and get it, let's say you were fourteen. Oh, let, years let's old. even make it more fun. I we still collect vinyl. Oh, but remember when only vinyl and maybe cassettes were available at the record store? Yeah, or a music store, whatever. We had to go to Peaches. You guys can talk, man. Come on. VHS, will what's the first? Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park, nice. That's a good one to. Right. Well, no, the first one that you took. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See, you, you hear that? Cron? That was your Not love everybody and obsession. You had to stuff. get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, and I thank you. But yes, not everybody does that. <laughs> All right. Wow. Yeah, Kron's first VHS was reanimated. Mine's now. Not Fair enough. I mean, you you got to start somewhere. And as much <laughs> as we'll say pirating happens, we'll just leave it at that. Is you you still gotta give something back to the creators? That 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 was one thing. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. You if you buy the the merch, whatever it may be, like the bands. Again, you may have had that demo tape floating around, but as soon as they came into town, you went and saw them live. At minimum, you were buying a shirt doing a patch something to still so because they needed gas money and some, like it wasn't even the dollar menu at one point just a cheeseburger to get on the road and go yeah some so, beer after the show yeah <laughs> oh yeah well see you use the you use the recorded tape in the car if you're lucky enough to have a cassette player in the car and you had the vinyl at home on the record player and the record that you, you typically bought or, well, it became CDs and everything. But again, that, and this is what we mean by old man tangents on the Geek Father. You <laughs> see, we went completely yeah. on the kind of left field All from where we started. <laughs> but again, to try to bring it back in is that... So what like was yours? Of, what was yours? Your videotape. I wanted to oh, know. Oh, my... Uh, um, 
You gotta remember I'm old, so the memory's kind of shot at this point. Um, <laughs> Kenny was sitting at this table as young. <laughs> Shh. Yeah, he's <laughs> low he's down's the baby. The first VHS I I would say I bought on my own. Was it porn? No, because I was under eighteen. Just to, well, I I couldn't get into those. Well, gee, I'm sorry, I didn't buy porn when I was under age. Excuse me. Oh, you were such a good boy. I was. No, it it was. I want to say it was Nightmare (laughs) on Elm Street three. I, that's amazing because that's literally the one that I it was the first VHS. That, yes, I went to video. I went to uh, movie time, and I was a big kid, so they just you know I was I was heavy, I was big, I was tall, so they just assumed I was probably older. And I don't know how it. I just I got up there and I was like, hey, uh, I want this, and I slid it across, and they were like, they looked down and they looked up and they went, I don't know if he's really young. And just big or just like, you know. Yeah, but they were probably 16 and actually guy. sat there with like, I really don't care. I just they, don't want to lose my job. I had the membership card. I just slid it across and they, they let me. I got home and I watched it like three times. And then my mom was like, what the hell is this? Nah, you actually got she, busted. Oh, I get busted. <laughs> I got busted all the time. I am not a good criminal. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that for public record at least, right? Um, that you're yeah, not a good criminal? <laughs> no, that, that record has been sealed. Let's not go. That was in my young days. Anyways, talk about. All right, let's bring it back in, guys. Anyways, um, but that's one of the great differences is, and I feel where even where they like, I'm trying to keep this all positive because again, you you can throw negatives at this all day long, but to keep it in the positive movement is where we had more appreciation for what we had. Yeah, you know and. A lot of the, the kids these days, I, I believe they, they do appreciate what they what they get into, but again, the fact of to, to kind of find your own way to sit there and say, well, I know of this special copy of something that nobody else has, and you wanted to be the first one to find it before everybody else got it. In the streaming digital age, we really don't have that anymore. No. no. Ask me, you have too many choices. You have so many choices that it's right. hard to... It's hard to find those, you know, those little uh, like micro communities now because it's all so blended, which is great in its own right. Yeah. But like you said, you know, we had when you had to work for it, you didn't you you didn't have so much that you had these this one set of things that you loved. And that's what you did now. I mean, it's all over. You you don't have time to love that. You want to I want to watch this. Oh, yeah. It's on my list. It's on the it's on my list. But you can't quite the get number, to it. The number one excuse these days from not seeing it. Well, it's on my list. It's on I my haven't list. gotten to it yeah. yet. I've, I've checked that. little. And, and guilty as charged. I mean, I, I've grown through the the different technologies, if you will. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> like, like when Kron says nobody's watching this, I promise I will. I promise I'll watch it. Exa- yeah, you, yeah you, watch, right. you watch the same stuff multiple times over and over again. But then you're like that one thing you're like, I'll get to it. One day, yeah. Nah. Like I'm rewatching Supernatural right now with <laughs> with my girlfriend because uh, she hadn't seen it, and now I'm Fair. rewatching it. And when you watch it with someone who hasn't seen it, you get that that uh, that other perspective, yeah. so you enjoy it in a different way. But it's cool to know, just like we do with our kids, that we've passed on that that geeky love for something Absolutely. to somebody else that they didn't even know they liked. They probably never would have looked at it, and their yep. kids are no different. You know, you show them yeah. the old Ghostbusters first versus the new Ghostbusters, they're probably going to talk smack about the new Ghostbusters. But if they were to probably. find it on their own, the new Ghostbusters, and then go backwards, 
it, it would be a different feeling. You know, because yeah. that's that first nostalgic they had. This was their first one. Well, and that's where the classic argument comes from. You can get along with the same things like showing your kids like like we we've showed our boys uh, some of the Disney movies from like the 90s, like Lion King, a couple of Aladdin, a couple of things like that. More recently, mm-hmm. parenting. One but one. if I were all of a sudden whip out the VHS copy of Black Cauldron, <laughs> they, they would be like, nope. <laughs> no way that's not happening because the 90s were a lot happier for all the disney right. movies the early 80s disney cart some of those cartoons were creepy as hell yes and they were dark which i mean that explains a lot of and for me anyways but you know that led right into the horror realm but um to no dumbo yeah dumb, well <laughs> some of those were it may have been dumbo a happy elephant but then you noticed some of the other stuff and it was like nope but you know if you watch the 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 live action nonsense that uh, they put out like no. it's just sad it's like we're gonna go dark you know like christopher nolan had his hand in it sort of thing like we're gonna go dark <laughs> we're not campy on this at all like right right dumbo is supposed to be sweet can fly with his ears no we want we want uh we want death and destruction and it's got to be for adults because it's live action they make they yeah. they convert yeah. it all to all but when you show them when they're young that's what they're gonna that's what they remember is that lion king and then they watch the new one and they're like ah, it's not that good no The right age for Star Wars. I'm I'm sorry, I'm repeating to make sure you're we, we know what you're saying. You stole yeah, the, it. The, the, well well that, that that's also an argument there because not only did they start them on Star Wars, they started them on a totally wrong movie of Star Wars to really get going. Yes. That's Hey. Don't worsen the situation, please. You could actually. Were you able to course correct? Have you have you shown yeah. anything after have you once gone that to OG happened? trilogy, please? <laughs> well, that's fair. Give him a couple. Yeah, <laughs> tell him so, to find his own damn clue. The, and jeez, <laughs> man, wow. Oh, yeah. No, not the yeah, good one. Like, like part, part of you, yeah. So <laughs> your daughter pointed, and again, I'm repeating to make sure everybody knows. Like, your daughter pointed up, saw the child is what he's called in the Mandalorian, and asking obviously why did he grow up, meaning Yoda. And then you're like, oh, your childhood innocence is gone. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you still talking about the wrong Star Wars movie, though? You know, it's it. <laughs> I have failed. Yeah, I mean, gee, it's it, that is hard because I can I can also understand the prequels for a child of certain ages. It's cleaner, it's brighter. You know, the colors are more appealing to the, the growing. Right, and and that's the whole thing is that the original trilogy again for a certain age you're you're talking about more storytelling than action when it comes down to it, which is why I don't even want to think about trying to do Lord of the Rings or something like that with the kids at this point because mm, three I, hours of walking you're gonna three need, hours yeah. of walking the kids well are gonna get bored as hell fourteen or fifteen <laughs> yeah the, the, exactly the trees, the trees were walking in those movies movie. man and you know and 
that's that's where you sit there and just kind of pick and choose the battle scenes from Lord of the Rings for them to watch, and they're like, "Yeah, all right, you have about an hour, go play, and I'll let you know when the next one's on." You know what, Cron? The the, the Hobbit that's, is that, that one. That one is. I have a copy of that actually. That good. the the that well, I don't want to scar them either. That's part of the problem. Oh. Because that one gets for for a kid of a certain age, that gets a little like what? Eh. Well, back in that time, I mean, well, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer was creepy. If you watch, you watch it now, and you're like, "What the well, hell are they that's thinking?" That's true too. I mean, Cron, I'm just not even gonna use your reasoning anymore. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Sorry, what? <laughs> she See, identifies with the, the the again the innocence of a child that right. thinking they're just they just again have to repeat that the the she doesn't like the main character from Home Alone because he hurts people. Yes, that that's actually kind of awesome in its own realm and really props on that one. You know you what know? popped into my head was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy at the end when Rocket Raccoon's like, so what if I want something more than somebody else and I take it from them? He's like, well, that's. That's technically stealing. He's like, but you don't understand. I want it more than they would. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I see the kid looking at. Like, they, they want it more than he does. He doesn't want it. Exactly. And it's a different kind of truth they have. It is. And But I remember even growing up watching, like, you know, some of this stuff where at, at the same time you could watch something like that, but your mentality was not there. You were more, you know, going into it, you were more into the entertainment realm of, you know, trying to find that line between fantasy and reality. Right. You know, where it's just like, I know he's hurting people, but he shot him in the nuts. <laughs> you know, and it's, that's just funny. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, that's the whole reason why America's funniest videos like last, well, still is on TV. Technically. I think it is. It is. Yeah. Um, who, who hosts that now? Uh, what's his face from, uh, Alfonso Ribeiro from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Wow. That's yeah. right. No. Yes, because Bob Saget still needs that America's Funniest Videos money. It, yeah, no, he's it, on Fuller House, yeah. I think. He's on yeah, this. He, he did come up with Fuller House, but he's doing <laughs> new comedy tours. Bob Saget does new comedy tours now. So, there you go. I'm sorry, what was what, what? A non Yeah, it's yeah. very true. That is so true. <laughs> no. I, and, that, and that's what... And that's another thing, too. I think that kind of... That actually brings a full circle. Thank you. Where uh, coming back in where you see a certain, say, actor or person doing one genre of something like we'll take Bob Sackett for if you grew up watching Full House, seeing him, the dad on that show. And the first time you see his comedy routine that took place like 10 or more years earlier, you're like, oh, shit. He said every curse word possible. Yes. And named every part of a human's body. In a, yeah. <laughs> he, no. And. He was, he got gross. Yeah. Oh yeah, he got gross at one point. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, besides shattering, I'm sure some type of mental realm for some children. Some of us were like, "Ooh, I like you even more now." Yeah, it's it's bad, but it's you know, but that that again, that's riding one of those fine lines of when you see something and then you find the history of it, you see where that person, what they're doing, where they came from with everything. And you realize the changes and it's not always what you think, but you still appreciate it. Like 
we're, we watch Full House. We'll go back, watch the old episodes. We watched yeah. Fuller House on Netflix. I, I've had to watch that and, with my daughter. Uh, yeah. Fuller House. Full House I watched as a kid. Uh, but the, the Fuller House. Okay. Full, from my, my wife's my lips, Fuller House is fantastic. Yes. No, I don't want to piss and her And I off. don't argue with her. She, yeah, and yeah, Jody Sweeney oh, with her sweet. new podcast and everything is, is actually really good. Yeah, oh, she is a foul it. mouth too. F bombs everywhere. Well, that fits our house, anyways. F well, bombs everywhere. You, you know, that also comes with just growing up. Is like you want to find the history of things. You like you want to know the actors. You want to know the directors or the right. writers or something. As a kid, you don't give a crap. Uh, I could. I tell you, we just did the days before IMDb.com. Yes, we, <laughs> we just that's did. That's uh, really what it is. We did a photo op with Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum from Smallville, and for me, that's like huge. I'm a huge Smallville fan. But my daughter, right. I've played select episodes for her that didn't have any teenage stuff. Like it, I knew I was very methodical with it, and she loves it too. So we just did the photo op. She turns around, she's like, "I'm so happy to love Superman." And then she looks at she, she looks was at ecstatic. Michael Rosenbaum. She, she was digging that man. And, she, and I, we kept saying Tom Welling, Tom Welling. She's like, "Well, who is that?" And I'm like Clark. She goes, "Oh, Clark Kent." Like that's all she knows. That is who that yeah. person is. She doesn't give a crap about uh, who he is. Does he have a family? Who wrote the show? But as she gets older and, and gets more into it, she's going to research it, and that's going to be yep. how she starts connecting to it as an adult, uh, out of that fantasy realm and into like, well, it's a real tangible thing, and I want to, I want to know everything yeah. I can about it. Well, go ahead. No, no, no. Talk. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Con Connor is excited to meet Yondu tomorrow, and Michael Rooker is. I'll say phenomenal. Like he he'll yeah, put on awesome he'll he'll go right into character for the kids and everything, which is awesome. And as parents is seeing that as well because I know that's part of the reason why like I do cons more than what I did in my early adult times. Besides just the lack of accessibility, I've grown to appreciate the people who are doing the characters now, not the characters themselves. I uh, you know you really grow into. Especially some of them where they do good things just in general. Where, you know, for a long time we had to deal with certain actors or people in the public eye that were, they're trash, man. And it really turned you off from what, what, what they were doing, anything they were related to, even if they worked with good people. And that's more so of where I think that this, the current, like the generations now have an easier time with. You can find out. Yeah, sure, they may be a great actor on that TV show, but if they're being a trash human in real life, you you have way easier access to find that out and not have to dump a bunch of money into seeing them at conventions or buying the show or continuing to follow the show, watch that movie or anything. Because it, it and it does get difficult at times because you're like, well, is it real? Is it not? Is it just some BS stuff that happened? But the true trash people will come out. And I mean, there are times like there, there, there have been certain movies and stuff that I have that I'm just like, I've, I've thrown away stuff because of certain people related to the project that I'm just like, you're worthless. Yeah. Why do I want anything related to your name? Yeah. I used Much to, less, I used to love you know, the Bill Cosby show. I can't, I can't even, if it, I, can I could never, never watch, watch that again show ever and, again and just watch it with like that like innocence or appreciating about it. Cause then I'm going to be like, no, it's all tainted as yeah. an adult. It'll be tainted for me. Well, and and that's even been what <laughs> Yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean 
Yeah, every, everybody, everybody else flourishes Bill. from the trash human in their history, but you know, and that's what some people also never learn because you for we'll, we'll, we'll talking about Bill Cosby. I mean, he had the comedy records back then, and like some, and that you know, there are the older generations that are like. He couldn't have done that. That was just for the time. No, he's trash. Yeah. We don't yeah. want that. And you get, and like you said, with the access information, it comes to you directly. Like you're sitting at your desk at work and all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, he sucks now. Like, oh, he right. did what? He's arrested for what? Yeah. And how are you supposed to give your children an experience of like, this is what I grew up with, but don't like this person, but just like kind of what they're doing now. How do you explain that to a six-year-old? Oh, I, you don't. You don't Thank even you. try. That's my point. <laughs> you're, you're just like you're just like. Oh, they they died. I'm gonna throw this DVD out. Like you'll never see them again. You're good. Right. Watch, I mean, watch this instead. And that's why my children will never meet Kron as well. But, um, <laughs> I mean, I I love you, but my children know. <laughs> just <laughs> bad influence. Yet, yet, <laughs> yet, yet. I will gladly take some more water. But I love dehydrating water. I love dehydrating water too. It's wonderful. But you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so what? What we're gonna do? We're we're gonna start coming around here because I know we're uh, running out of time. And again, the old man tangent's really gone. And I appreciate all the participation that's happened here. Uh, again, you know, the Geek Father really know where your stuff comes from. How we get the next generations prepared for. Hopefully all the good, but you got to prepare them for the bad as well. Mm -hmm. And but again, that's where conventions like these are wonderful. We I know here at GY we've really appreciated GalaxyCon being here both years that they've been in Richmond. Uh, they've done great. They've put on a very safe place for bringing in the kids. They've been very accommodating. Complete strangers being wonderful people, understanding that there are children involved with stuff, everything. So I'll give props to everybody there as well. Uh, one thing I did want to throw out because I, I again we appreciate you guys talking. I'm sorry I'm having to repeat it just to make sure we you get heard on the recording because oh just so you know this will be a released episode as well yes. and, and in probably a couple weeks you're so all going to be out you there now. are all on there <laughs> anyways but uh, to wrap it up we'll we'll even include this if you want to ask any questions if you're curious about podcast um you know what we do here on Geek Father anything ask also. What I want to ask, if anybody's willing to answer, if you could only live with one fandom the rest of your life, what would it be? Can I uh, can I add on to oh, that? Oh God! <laughs> the what? same the same question, but also think of it through the the lens of if you have a kid and you could only pass on Absolutely. one thing, only one thing, what would that be? All right. Go for it. What was your name, by the way? I'm sorry. Corey. Uh, Corey. We have Corey here who's been talking with us. Thank you, Corey. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. So so we'll Why, stick with Nintendo. You. We'll stick with Nintendo. I'll, I'll I'll give you old school shit too, you know, and that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so the Switch old old school Nintendo games. Yeah, that's no, cool. that, that's sweet, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My oldest plays uh, Mario Kart and a few and some of the OG stuff as well. That's awesome. Yeah, my daughter Nintendo. loves uh, Zelda. Old school. There Zelda. you go. There you Only. go. Anybody? Well, Anybody did you else? raise your hand? Or no, I don't like you. Oh God, I'm sorry. Hunter, I love you. I'm sorry. 
Uh, but Will, we'll, did, Will, did you? What you got? Universal. Universal. Horror. Uh, well, well, that was duh. we knew that one. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Yeah. What's yours? Yes. And yeah. I'm sorry. What was your name as well? You and the Peak. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Kim. Kim. Thank you, Kim. I appreciate it. Minecraft. Oh. Minecraft. They nice. <laughs> well, and, and Minecraft is is one, has become one of those widespread ones that pass on to him. There, there are like technically quote unquote shows, interactive shows now for Minecraft and stuff. So that's really a good one to yeah. choose. Awesome. Uh, right. But back there, stand up if you can. Yeah. What's your name? Katie. Katie. Transformers. You Transformers. Awesome. Now you just made a friend with this guy up here. I'll say that much. Yeah, he's. But a, he is a bad yeah. influence. So be careful. You know what you did. But Transformers. Another good one because it do, it does it covers so yeah. many different ways to tell the story and to, to really have that definitive of good versus evil and to do the right thing. That's a good one. Can I like exclude that. Exclude the Michael Bay ones, though, right? Are yeah, you going to include we, those? I do not, but it's a good movie. Yeah. Okay. But I'll take the Bumblebee. That's cool. Bumblebee's cool. Oh, God. Kron. This is the wrong podcast to talk about the brands. All right. (laughs) Who do we have? Becky, did you have one? What's up? Batman. Batman. Sure. Yeah. Batman because it's a slow you, transition sometimes. Well yeah, because I mean, well you can also give him like Scooby Doo Batman to really start things off, you know, to go <laughs> and then grow into Keaton and a few of the others, you know. Brave they Brave and the Bold is good. Yes, absolutely. Apparently we're standing for this one now. We normally sit, but we're we're hype now, oh, so you, you stood. I was like, we're gonna have to run as soon as this is over. Yeah, we pull shit out and run. Nice. nice. Who do we have? Guys, <laughs> do, do we have any others? Any other questions? Anything uh, about? Oh, oh All right, God. Hunter. Fine, Hunter, what? F you, Hunter. Horror movies? But, and he's. Don't have sex or, at the lake. Or. Don't. Well, yeah, horror movies. Or yeah, how there to you kill go. Creatively. I think that's so more, a, I think that's more of the dang. teenage years. See, you got to remember, you have Parker that's older than most of our kids. So. <laughs> fair. <laughs> but, fair. Well, yeah, one yes, more. Sir? What was your name, sir? Rob, Rob. thank you. Warcraft? Yes. Warcraft, Good. nice. Video game, yeah? Like well, supernatural, the show, and, and, or just supernatural stuff. I totally get stuff? it. My my oldest is he. He's my partner in the video game junkie area. Like you can ask my wife, it pisses her off to no end. <laughs> but I. Uh, <laughs> see, that's what my wife watches too. She watches the Chicago, Chicago shows. <laughs> this went dark. Yeah, something. Hmm. Yeah. 
but but if you could only pick That's one for him as thing. a hypothetical, what would that one be out of everything you guys do? What would be the one? You're going to wrap it up for us, so make it good. Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons. D&D, sir. Good call, good yeah. call. Guys, thank you very much. You can catch Geek Father on Twitter at GeekFather1. That's at GeekFather1. Instagram sometimes at GeekFatherGY. We have a Facebook page. Catch all the episodes, all the other GUI stuff, GUIPodcast.com. Join us or cry. GUIPodcast.com. (laughs) 